Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. I can't believe it's a new year and a new decade, 2020. Oh my goodness. I started this podcast last February, and this is my 20th episode. How appropriate that I record number 20 at the beginning of 2020. As I look back over the podcast and the topics we've discussed, I see a wide range actually from claiming your beauty to getting control over the excess in your wardrobe to being courageous and using care and thought on how we are using our time. Today, let's talk about the number one factor holding us back in developing our personal style. Let's dig in. I'll be honest, I'm not one to make formal New Year's resolutions, but I'm not immune from at least setting a few intentions at the start of each year, even if I don't write them down. One of my intentions back at the beginning of 2018 was to look at screens less and read more. And I did, and I have continued that practice into 2020. And by the way, (laughs) I don't look at screens to read my books. I'm still one of those dinosaurs reading a physical book. And I've not really looked back. I had other things that I was doing in the evenings that I didn't feel was enhancing um, or enriching to me. So I've really enjoyed getting into um, what I'm reading and learning more. Another thing that I don't do very well, however, besides making New Year's resolutions, is I don't enjoy in my evenings to read a business or a self-help book. I want to unplug and disengage from formal learning and what I feel like is work. Um, The idea of opening up a book that's going to teach me how to get more clients or get more from my relationships just kind of makes me want to turn off the light and go to sleep, (laughs) forget the whole thing. But I know that I grow from reading things that relate to my industry and the services I offer clients. So I decided last year to read those kinds of books over my lunch. So I knew it wouldn't, I wouldn't be tearing through books necessarily if I'm only spending 20 minutes once a day or a few times a week. But it's better to at least do that much than to not read any books at all uh, related to my field. And one book that I completed last year was um, Stacey London's book, The Truth About Style. You've probably heard me talk about Stacey in a podcast or on a blog. She could be a bit cheeky with the people she styled on her popular show she co-hosted with Clinton Kelly, What Not to Wear. But she always had some wisdom peppered in there during her time with the um, with the clients on the show. And I would pause the show constantly to write down something that either she said or Clinton said. She said things like, let's stop regretting where you were and start celebrating where you are. I mean, that's just brilliant. I love that. Which brings me to the point of this podcast, over and over on what not to wear and what I read in her book, The Truth About Style, the common theme is the main thing that's holding us back from achieving our personal style. 
and it's me. It's you. You've heard a variety of of sayings like, get out of your own way, and the only person holding me back is me. The same can be said about personal style. Years ago, I had a woman tell me she really liked this red bag she saw in the store, and she didn't buy it, and I asked her why. She said she didn't think that anything would go with it. If I were reading her face and her body correctly, I'd say she lacked some confidence to buy that bag and to actually use it. And, you know, she could have bought that fabulous bag and seen for herself that it goes with a lot of things. Um, For the record, I'm almost never without a red bag. Speaking of red bags, it's sometimes a bright red or wine color, but it's always there and it really does go with everything. So, um, you know, get a red bag if you're thinking about it and don't hold back. So we are putting up a barrier to fully realizing our personal style when we talk ourselves out of things. I'm an intuitive shopper. I buy things on gut instinct. If I love it and I don't have anything like it, I get it. Now that's assuming I've got the budget for it and a true need for it. I'm not just buying everything I see that I love. It's important to love it before you buy it because that leads you to having a closet full of loves instead of a closet full of close enoughs. I know this way of shopping doesn't work for everyone, especially for those who are more into hard facts and less reliant upon instinct or for those who just don't love to shop. And if that sounds like you, you can call me and we can do it together. But let's get back to um, our points at hand. In order to move forward with your style this year and begin to stand out for who you are, let's push beyond some of these barriers. A huge barrier to personal style is the idea that it must be perfect. I mean, please, that's a stupid idea. Scientists and engineers make 8,000 mistakes before they get to the answer. To be yourself through your image, give up the idea that it must be perfect. For starters, we aren't perfect. So there's no point in holding our style to that standard. And secondly, things are more interesting when they're slightly imperfect. You're complex and nuanced, and your style can reflect that. We hold back because we're afraid of failing. And I get that. No one wants to spend a lot of money on things that they don't end up liking or wearing. But I'm not talking about a huge shopping spree where you get all different things you've never had before. I'm talking about just a little bit at a time. The woman I mentioned earlier could have bought the bag and at least carried it home and see what she felt about it and put it with other things that she owned just to see if it would work. Just try. If you don't try, you won't fail, but you also, in the end, won't succeed. Great style is achieved through exploration, plain and simple. Try something new. Get comfortable there. Then try something else after that. It's a slow progression, not a 180. As I discussed in podcast episode 8, If you don't explore, your style stays in the same place year after year, and eventually it gets stale. 
life shifts and changes, you change. Your needs change. Thus, your style changes as well. Another big barrier to personal style or achieving our true personal style is how we feel about certain parts of our body. I mean, talk about life changes. Let's talk about body changes. They happen. I was looking at myself in the full-length mirror at some point last year when I was in my closet getting dressed, and I noticed that my rear is about two inches lower than it used to be, and I'm like, where did my butt go? Well, I'll tell you what happened. It's called gravity. Having great style means making peace with all areas of your body, especially the ones we wish were different. Everyone has their spots, and our eyes go right to them. Well, let's look at them, acknowledge them, and then dress them well. That's the nicest thing you can do for yourself. And this year, if anything else, I want you to be nice to yourself. Do you perform better for a boss who is nice or for a boss who is mean? You know the answer to that one. You are the boss of your style. Be a nice boss. We don't wait until we've lost 20 pounds to get a pair of pants that make us look and feel fabulous. We get the pants now, and if you lose some weight, you'll celebrate with alterations or a new pair of pants. Waiting to gift yourself things that make you feel great now is self-punishment that you simply do not deserve. Another barrier to style is our concern about what others will think. Am I right about this? The red bag example again. Maybe she was a little worried that people would stare or judge her for that choice. When we let our minds consider what others will think of our choices, we make one of the biggest mistakes possible for actualizing our personal style. As I covered in episode five of this podcast, your style is yours. It's wonderful if someone likes your sweater, but the main person who should love it is you. Don't get the piece because someone else will be pleased with it. Get it because it will please you. I love what um, Simon Doonan shared in his book, Eccentric Glamour. He talks about a time he dressed up like Queen Elizabeth for some event. And his doorman, he was so afraid what his doorman was going to do when he went downstairs. And he didn't even bat an eye. He might have said something to Simon about his mail or something like that. And this is when Simon wrote, As you experiment with your appearance, you must remember that by feeling self-conscious, you are merely indulging yourself. Nobody is judging you. People are much too busy worrying about their own lives to ask you why you're dressed like Wolf Blitzer. I love that so much. It's 100% truth. Start asking yourself, do I love it? Is it as good or better than what I already have? Let's get rid of thoughts about what anyone else will think. Show others you can be yourself. And I assure you that others will get inspiration from what you are doing. So that's it. In a nutshell, 2020 great style is achieved by number one, giving up the idea that it must be perfect being willing to experiment and sometimes fail. Number two, making peace with our body, all of it, and dressing it well where it is right now. 
And number three, getting in touch with what we love, dismissing thoughts of what others might think. And if I might add one more here at the end, let's allow some curiosity into the equation. Instead of I never, I don't, or I can't, let's ask, how can I try this? Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to continuing our discussions this year. I was a bit inconsistent with the podcast and with my blog last year. And, um, you know, I had so much work that I was working on, especially in the fall with the relaunch of my business. So my plan for this year is to podcast once a month and to write a blog post once a month as well. I'll love to speak with you and and write things more frequently as I have the time to do so, but I'm at least committing to that much. If you like this podcast, will you subscribe and share it with a friend? And if you'd give me a review, that would be amazing. That's how others find this podcast. Once again, Happy New Year, and I'll speak to you again real soon.